I'm Jess Maloney and this is SEO in 2023. Jess, what is your number one SEO tip for 2023? My SEO tip 23 is all around search intent. And yeah, it's not anything new, but I think it's gonna be more important than ever as we go into 2023. A lot of the reasoning behind that is from the recent Google Helpful content update. Again, that update isn't anything new, I don't think. I think a lot of SEOs were already doing everything that kind of falls under that update and, and no one I know has been hit terribly. But I think the fact that Google is now actively kind of putting out these updates and sharing that it is really important to focus on the user more than the search engine, um, it's definitely going to play into making sure that we're getting the right search intent for the right users and, and then how we're going to rank because of that. So how do you define search intent? I mean, is it all about just um, thinking about the intention behind someone typing in a keyword into Google? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a typical kind of four search intents that everyone would typically talk about. So navigational, commercial, commercial, transactional and informational. But I think there's going to be a lot more nuance around that. So while everyone's kind of focused on these four previously, I think going into the next year, we're going to have to kind of get a bit more kind of deep dive into these a bit more to determine kind of what people are actually searching for. So for example, if someone is looking for a website, so maybe navigational or a commercial intent and looking for a certain brand, are they actually just looking for that website or are they looking for reviews of that brand or are they looking at where they can find it in store? And I think there's a lot more kind of um, nuance to these these um, intents that we've maybe previously not considered. Is it, is it possible or is it reasonable to ask a tool to automatically categorise intent or should ten, intent be categorised on a manual basis? I think tools can be helpful, but I don't think there's any kind of exact way that they can really know. Um, there are a lot of tools that do this at the minute, kind of SEM, Rush, Moz, um, that are kind of providing this intent to users. But when you actually kind of drill down and look at them, it's not always kind of what you would say when you when you would look at it manually. So I would always say to look at um, intent kind of manually and not only look at what the search engines are presenting, but bit of common sense, bit of kind of your own logic. What do you think people are searching for when they're actually putting in that search query? Okay, I think it's probably worthwhile kind of going through them and then just making sure that um, everyone is comfortable with exactly what you mean by each different type of intent. So, I mean, you started off there by focusing in on navigational and explaining that, you know, it's someone that's looking for something specific like a website there. With informational, for example, do people have a brand in mind? Do they just have a general query in mind then? So yeah, informational, I would typically say is people who are searching for who, what, where, why, and how kind of question based um, inquiries. So what about commercial intent then? What does that mean? So Commercial is a lot around kind of the different brands and kind of searching for cert something within that brand. So looking for potentially a brand, like some, something branded, like where, where you can find those certain brands, um, whether that is kind of like, I suppose, Nike on a different kind of within a different store and things like that. Understood, understood. And then lastly, transactional? Yes, yeah, so a transactional is around about the kind of people who are wanting to buy something. So they are at the kind of buying stage in that funnel. So whether that is they are looking for the best price or they are looking for kind of where to buy um, certain things. And when they are at that stage, they are ready to purchase um, down that marketing funnel. 
Okay, great. So we fully understand um, what each stage of intent is about. Now, I guess the next stage is to actually map content to fulfill exactly what people are looking for. And that, that's probably the, the, the tough part because you may have, I guess, multiple pages on your site um, targeting different stages of intent. So, so how do you decide on what content to write for a particular search query? I think when looking on a kind of query by query basis, um, typically one of the like, kind of common things that people do is, is look at what Google's presenting as the result. So if Google typically thinks people who are searching for something are kind of targeted towards a certain intent, typically people will start to write kind of content for that intent. And I think that's a great way to kind of see, obviously Google, that's where we want to kind of appear. So if Google thinks it's that intent, obviously it's a great way to go. I think something that people maybe haven't considered is is the format of um, the content that we're creating. So, for example, if you wanted to learn how to, I don't know, make a chicken soup, for example, um, you could go to Google and the top result could be a YouTube video. So traditionally, you see that, you think, okay, I need to make a video to kind of um, target this. But what you're not considering is the user at that point. So yeah, maybe 50% of people want to watch a video to learn how to make the soup, but you're just like not considering the other 50% of people who may learn by reading. So maybe you want to consider making multiple pieces of content in different formats, whether that is kind of a list, whether that is a video to target the different users within that same intent. And if you were to do that, would you want to incorporate all different forms of content on the same page or publish it on different pages? I think that'd take a lot of learning. I think sometimes one page might might suffice. It could be a case that you create a video and you add a transcription of that video and that kind of covers all, all bases. Or you might want to create multiple pieces of content and, and think about kind of keyword clustering to kind of have a maybe a hub um, depending on what your topic is. How does Google go about determining that you have satisfied the intent of the user? Oh, that's a good question. I think there's no kind of, I don't think there's an actual kind of true answer to this because again, Google is just using an algorithm. So they don't fully know if they are satisfying the intent. I suppose what they're looking at is how people, I don't know they say they don't look at this, but how people interact with the website and if they are kind of, yeah, interacting with the site. I think it's more, not kind of for Google to consider that, but for the kind of website owners to consider how the search intent is is being hit. And you can look at things like the engagement stats. So are people kind of engaging with your site? Are they spending time on the site? Are they finding what they need straight away or are they bouncing? So I think it's it's more more of that owner should be on the website owners than Google. Because again, that is, it is just an algorithm. It's tricky because... Um... Officially, Google doesn't have full view on what the user does on your website when it comes to taking that information into whether or not that page satisfies that intent or satisfies the user and should be ranked highly in search engines. So I guess looking at the data that Google does have access to, I was thinking that it would be simply about click-throughs from the SERP and whether or not that user comes back to the SERP fairly quickly. And that, that, that is an indication to Google that that probably hasn't satisfied the intent. But then again, I guess certain queries um, just require a very quick answer and the user could be satisfied within, within five seconds of, of visiting a site. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that kind of also plays into a lot of the stuff about the, the no-click searches. Um, so obviously websites now have to 
make sure that they are getting clicks through and satisfying that search intent and in, in encouraging the click as well is really key um, because a lot of what they what people can get from Google from the SERP um, is all they need. So it's about kind of giving them a little bit and enticing them to kind of come for more. Can it not be an SEO win if the answer appears from your site directly on the SERP and then the user is satisfied with that or does that not count? I think it depends on what kind of website it is. If you're looking for brand awareness um, and you just want your name out there, that'd be great because people will remember your site and hopefully come back um, direct. I think if you're kind of at the stage where you want people to click through and, and do something on your site, whether that is buy something, submit a lead, something like that, when you're not getting the clicks because you're not targeting the right maybe keywords with the right intent, um, that that's kind of an issue. So, I mean, obviously, as we talked about at the beginning of this conversation, there are different stages of intent, uh, navigational, fairly top of funnel. So if you are targeting those kinds of phrases, that kind of intent, how do you measure the success of that? Um, if you've got a fairly long sales funnel, do you just accept that visitors are worth X amount or is there some better way of defining the value of early stage intent? One of the things we've, we've done with our clients in a similar kind of situation here is, is just tracking the kind of brand search interest. Uh, it's really relatively unknown brand, well not unknown, but not one of the big brands that everyone's heard of. And we've been really driving um, content to, yeah, get that top of the funnel stuff. And we can start to track kind of search interest in their branded, in their branded terms um, and see how their impressions are growing and see how using Google Trends, looking at kind of how that is growing over time as well. And we also start to look at repeat users and what they're doing. So when people are coming back, whether that is through organic again, or we can see it's from kind of direct, then what they're doing and what that next stage is. Um, so I think it's all about tracking the, the user journey in those situations, seeing kind of if users are landed on the content straight away, what they're doing, and then kind of further down the line where you can track them coming back, what they're doing then. And if you're at the early stages of, of setting a content strategy based upon intent, is it always best to just focus on commercial and transactional keywords initially, uh, kind of bottom of funnel type intent phrases, or should you actually work on all stages of intent at the same time? I think it's worth considering everything, considering all kind of stages, because obviously with the, the bottom of the funnel type of stuff, it's going to be a much longer kind of turnaround to start driving leads. And if you're working with a client, for example, they're not going to be happy with just clicks from the get go. You want to actually start show them some kind of actual valuable results. So I think having a, a bit of a holistic approach and looking at everything across the board from an early stage is a good way to go. And kind of splitting out the content in the early stages across the kind of four areas. And from that stage, if you start testing early on, you can start to see kind of what's working well for your brand, what isn't, and also looking at that user journey from the different types of content and, and use that to inform the rest of your content strategy. Right, okay. And obviously in relation to intent, um, Google is more likely nowadays to change the look and feel of the SERP, to change the type of web pages that they displayed based upon what they think the, the, the users like. Are you seeing any trends in terms of what type of content Google is more likely to serve up for different stages of intent? I think uh, across the board, it depends massively on, on the kind of the different areas, common kind of SEO thing, it depends. I think a lot of it is, it's definitely focused towards the user. So when you're looking at kind of longer tail terms, it's more specific and, and you're getting kind of um, the, 
the more I suppose in-depth content appearing when you're looking at the top level stuff so the kind of the short tail keywords that are typically harder to rank for it's more general stuff so there's no it, it, it depends on kind of I suppose how, how long the keyword is and how detailed I suppose the user search is it kind of dictates how detailed the the answers are or how general um, and kind of top level the answers are. So you've shared what SEO should be doing in 2023 now let's talk about what SEO shouldn't be doing so What's something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive? Something that SEO shouldn't be doing in 2023? At the risk of kind of contradicting myself, <laughs> I think fo- like really focusing heavily on algorithm updates. I know I've mentioned obviously the helpful content update, but I think something that a lot of people can be quite guilty of is when an algorithm update hits and you can see kind of a maybe a potentially big impact, negative impact on your website, people can just focus on this without kind of a care in the world kind of thing. Um, They're just kind of slowly focusing on what's happened and trying to fix it. And I think we all know over the past kind of how many years with the different algorithm updates, once you've been hit, you can't really resolve that drop that quickly. Um, You need to just make sure as a whole you're, you're doing best practice. And while you can kind of figure out maybe, oh, this is why, you're never really going to know because Google's never going to give us the full results. So I think a lot of people can spend a lot of time focusing on this when time would be better spent kind of just making sure that you're hitting best practice across the board so you're not hitting the future. Jess Maloney is an SEO partner at Open Partners and you can find her over at open.partners. Jess, thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2023. Thanks for having me. Get your copy of SEO in 2023, the book, over at seoin2023.com.